0: or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com, Tennessee. Sounds perfect. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this.
1: Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course.
0: Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts.
4: This is the Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It is an
1: episode of Almost Famous Podcast. We are breaking down the most recent episode of The Bachelor uh, with a guest host because my lovely co-host just had a baby, Ashley and Jared, are now parents, and we have uh, the top tier mom in Bachelor Nation as our guest host today, Trista Sutter. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast.
5: Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for them. Ah. Then yeah. You know how it is to be a father now that you have a puppy. So. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: yeah, I uh, I'm wondering. I'm going to ask Ashley in a few months. Like, what was harder, a puppy or a baby? Because the puppy is really difficult.
5: Yeah, they are really They're hard. Actually, when you when you have a puppy after you have a baby, you <laughs> compare it to having a newborn. So it it is really hard.
1: <laughs> it's it's good training. Now I am actually Trista in. The Paul Springs airport right now. I'm getting ready to fly to um, Carmel by the Sea for an iHeart uh, live podcast series. So you're going to hear some background noise because I'm sitting in the airport doing this um, right now. And here's my point to that. So I came up. I left Jessica at home after two days of getting a puppy with the puppy for eight days. I'm going to be gone um, traveling <sighs> for work. And uh, we're going to still be married. Uh, you are. But it's not, we're going <laughs> to still be married. But um, I've gotten now two Facetimes at night, being like, "This is amazing," and then at the same time, within seconds, it turns to being a nightmare. Um, he's yes. he's a little he's a little little goofball.
5: Is he crate training?
1: He is. He, he uh, he's doing great. He was crying uh, most nights, but now he's not. Uh, but now he's developed cause it's cold. You know, obviously we live in Colorado. It's cold in Colorado right now. Yeah. And as a puppy, he's refusing to go outside to go to the bathroom oh, because no. it's too cold. Oh, yeah. No. And he's, he's pretty potty trained. I think he's just being very high maintenance. And so instead he would rather wait and find a warm place in the house. It's awesome for me. I get to see it through pictures and phone calls. I'm not there for it right now. I'm the worst <laughs> husband in the world this week, but <laughs> What you I don't know. Do? I
5: I don't what think you you're do? the worst husband yeah. in the world, but you might have to bring home some brownie points or brownies, whatever she likes.
2: Yeah, I think we're <laughs> going, I think we're going on a date night. Um,
5: yeah, good idea.
1: Well, Tris, Tr- Tris, you're here to celebrate obviously Ashley's baby shower that we just had. We did not expect the baby to come as soon as it did, so yeah. now you're back uh, co-hosting this episode with me. Um, thank you for doing it. This is a big deal. We have some great guests today. We have. Restless Road, who performed on last night's episode on the podcast. We're also going to break down the most recent episode of The Bachelor and also go through Bachelor headlines or hot topics. Uh, Trista, usually Ashley's the expert at those. Uh, Do you feel like you're up to date on everything (laughs) going on in vaccination?
5: I do now. Um, Yeah, I got kind of a little rundown, but uh, I do know one of the things because it's happening in my home. Um, Ryan just went back to work. He had two surgeries this summer he had a total knee replacement and ankle surgery after he was injured at work and it's really big news in our house i guess it's news elsewhere i don't know why but um <laughs> it is something that is happening in our world and i'm i'm just really proud of him um
3: yeah.
5: he i don't know i feel like you might follow each other but um he did a post when he went back and the day he went back he had quite the juxtaposition of um, people that they uh, came in contact with. One of them spit on the fire truck. Spit on the fire truck. Like, what? How? How do people think that that's okay? Um, and then of course he had, you know, other support, like he felt really supported, but it's, it's a really, it's really big news in our house. What's, what's happening in yeah. him going back to work. Um, and I am, I'm really proud of them, especially dealing with things like that. You know,
1: how's, how's he feeling? Uh, I know last time we, we, well, a couple months ago had Jan, we had you on, you know, he was feeling pretty ill. He, he, you know, I think he was diagnosed with Lyme disease. How's that going?
5: It's okay. He's actually been feeling pretty good lately. Uh, He's been going through this protocol with a company called The Heel Hive and working with his doctor in Boulder. And, you know, it's not 100%. He feels great, but um, he's feeling pretty good lately. Thanks for asking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot going on in your house. Uh, (laughs) You guys have had a very uh, eventful uh, 12 months. Uh, But hopefully now we can get back into the rhythm in the center house. And that would be, that feels like it'd be nice.
5: Definitely. Rhythm is good. I I feel like we are a family that, that really does great with routine. And so to get back into Mm -hmm. the routine is, is a good thing.
1: That'd be great. Well, uh, really thankful for you to be here today again. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we are going to break down this week's episode of The Bachelor. Again, I'm sorry, I'm in an airport because I got to get to Carmel by the Sea for this podcast so we can do a live episodes all week. So I'm sitting in Palm Springs airport watching people walk by with Palm trees on their shirt and uh, sunburns. Hey, we'll be back with Almost News Podcast.
0: What keeps baby skin healthy? For Trusted Protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
1: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
1: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all.
2: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
1: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
0: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair teas on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I... Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down.
1: Therapy's has always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally, if nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge.
0: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost.
6: This week's
1: episode of The Bachelor starts out. Trish, with the cocktail party, we pick it back up again. Uh, more drama, uh, more intrigue. What are you thinking at this point, Trista, as somebody who has been on the show, a fan of the show, what, what's going on in your gut as you watch this?
5: Thank God I didn't have this kind of drama to deal with. That is what I'm thinking. I mean, our, my season obviously was the first one. None of us had any idea coming into it what was going to be happening. And then on my season of The Bachelorette, the guys got along so well. There was no mm-hmm. drama. And God, this, the point when Clayton is like face to face with these girls and, and talking about the drama. And I don't, I just feel so bad for him. Like, why do Hmm. the girls think that it's okay to, to be dramatic like this? I don't understand it, Ben. Like why, 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 why?
1: It's like, they've never watched his show before because it never ends well for the, the people involved in the drama. Ever like you know You're right. no matter what your intentions are, maybe you come on this show to find love. It's not gonna end well for you to, to get involved in the drama. Maybe you go on this show to get super famous and make money on social media.
5: Right.
1: You're still the drama work out well for you. Like I don't that like path has never made sense yeah. to me from any point of intentions going on the right. show.
5: And and it seems like Shanay has like she wants to cause drama.
1: You know, this year. Uh, the previews for the rest of the season were different than anything we've seen before because it really did make it seem like there were spoilers within the previews. People were freaking out. Like, you just told us who the final three are. There's no way the show would do Like, they're way too smart, way too savvy. Yeah, There's no way that's the final three. They made it look like it. And I think they did that intentionally uh, so they could have that good preview. But you're probably right. I bet this, uh, like, little two-on-one row ceremony is not, Leaving somebody on the island uh, like I did. It's like an actual like roast ceremony where like they dress up and they stand in front of him. He's like, you know, I'll pick one of you. I, Trista, I, I have an interesting question for you. Well, I think it's interesting. Maybe nobody else does. How much of the drama can we blame on the lead? You said, hey, the drama wasn't bad on my season. The guys got along, right? Some of the best um, seasons that we've seen. I mean, I would even say for the most part, like a Caitlin Bristow season, which is an iconic season you know I I live this is only one I know by living in that house with them most of the guys got along now there was a little bit of weirdness but nothing major when it came to the guys how much of that is on the lead or how much of that is just on the cast that is there
5: I really don't think it has anything to do with the lead I I think you know Cassidy and Shanae were kind of like buddy buddies and teaming up and Cassidy seemed to be like coaching Shanae, Like you need to do this. You need to like go for it and go hard and do not take any prisoners kind of thing. Um, and so had she not been there, maybe Shanae would have acted differently. We all know that Cassidy went home and, uh, you know, I think that it's really hard if there had been drama on my season, it would have been a very, very hard line to, get to the bottom of what's happening, but also just continue to focus on the, the, the people that I was really interested in, because when there's drama, you can't focus on it. So it sucks because, you know, all of these girls are complaining about how they don't have, they're not getting time with Clayton because of the drama, like he canceled the rose ceremony. Um, and then he pulled, you know, Elizabeth and Sinead to talk to them. Sinead is showing up on the group date. Like, I, it's it's not, it's not anything that he is having to deal with. Although, I will say, and because I think it is an interesting question, when Sinead came to the group date, he gave her time. And I think that he could have, for sure, said, listen, Sinead, I'm really sorry, but I these girls want time with me, and so I'm going to give them my time. That is one way that I feel like the lead does have control of, of any kind of drama, especially when the person causing or involved in a lot of the drama is the person interrupting the group date that she wasn't invited on. You know?
1: I, I, I completely agree with you. I, I, I don't want to blame us all on Clayton, but I do think he has a role in it because there is zero chance that he hasn't, I mean, has he not picked up on some of the signs, right? like some of the like things that you're like, Hey, this doesn't seem like how everybody else is acting. This doesn't feel like it's helpful. There's arguments going on, but I'm going to give her time. Anyways, I'm going to continue to facilitate that she can continue to step on other people's toes. Um, yeah. So, you know, it definitely is a personality thing. It's definitely how Shanae is going to handle this situation. That's on her. Clayton has nothing to do with that. But how yeah. much of it are you going to allow? Yeah, um, people ask me all the time, Trista, it's the most common question I get get asked, how much did they force you to keep people around? And I say, well, oh. they, never, they never forced me to keep somebody around. However, they would definitely like push for me to keep somebody around. They would say, hey, it'd be really great if you would keep the Sineas of the world around for another week. You can get rid of somebody else in the process. And if I wanted to, I always had the ability to say, no, it's not going to happen. I'm not right. keeping them around. I could have said, okay, whatever. I'll just do what you want me to do, even though I know this is going to be bad for the house. I never was like, you know, hand of the fire. Come on, you got to keep yeah. him around. I never felt like that. But, I, but there was definitely like the, it'd be awesome if you kept her around. That kind of thing. So Clayton could have stopped this where it was at way before okay. it got to this point. Um, yeah. That's why I just, I think, hey, some of this has to do with him. A yeah. little bit of it. Um, how sick are you or how ridiculous you know, uh, do you feel that this like a lot of this is around shrimp? Now, obviously, Sinead said some really neat things about Elizabeth's mental health, which is not OK. We talked about it in the last okay. episode. That's that's like hurtful and far beyond. That's the thing that like, really set set it off the edge. But a lot of this conversation is around shrimp. Like you're adults, you're arguing over a plate of shrimp and it's like it drives me up the wall.
5: Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. All I wanted to say, I wanted to reach in the screen, grab Clayton, shake him and say, do you understand that this is not a mature conversation? <laughs> there is no maturity here. If she's worried about shrimp and uh, you know, this could have been editing, but he was listening in on the conversation that, um, you know, they were having at the rose ceremony at last week's at end of last week's week's episode. And, I, so I don't know for sure if it's editing and he was really, truly listening in or he wasn't. But if he was listening in and the edit was, like, correct and true, then he heard Genevieve saying, what the hell? Why are you talking about shrimp? Like, come on. So, yeah, I, I don't understand why there is this issue with shrimp they were in a hot tub maybe they didn't hear her say it maybe the bubbles were like too loud I don't know (laughs) but it really does seem like a super immature conversation and a red flag because if she's more worried about the fact that she offered people shrimp and they didn't take it there's there's a problem there
1: (laughs) yeah I, I don't even know how to talk about this because it feels so ridiculous. Like yeah, it feels, okay. yeah. it, it, you know, I, in my mind, I'm, I'm taking the, the stance right now of like a producer, right? You're a producer and you're like, we're filming this show. We're going to see how this plays out, right? So this shrimp, shrimp gate goes down. Like this is going to be a great, like kind of funny, little like dramatic moment where like we, she yeah. walks, walks around the plate of shrimp. Some people take it, some people don't. Some people are finna not. And then everybody moves on and it's like not a storyline. The Bachelor this season, Trista, I bet has gotten 30 minutes of content over shrimp. Like, right. It has carried the, like, the last third or fourth of the last episode. And that first fourth of this episode, shrimp has made not only a cocktail uh, party get canceled, but yes. it has also been the, the underlying conversation. Now, again, there is a history here where Sinead was really mean to Elizabeth about ADHD. Uh, Yeah. Sinead really put Elizabeth up against the wall, said some hurtful things. But those things aren't even really being discussed.
5: I know. shrimp is now being
1: discussed more than everything else. And that's confusing to me.
5: Totally agree. Like, I I loved Elizabeth. She's also a Colorado girl, so I was rooting for her. Um, Mm -hmm. But- I, and I thought she handled it so classy. I know we're backing up episodes, but I really do think that if she had brought up to Clayton, because I think she wanted to stay so far out of the drama, it was, or at least as much as possible. She didn't mention that, like, Sinead told all of these people, it wasn't her right to tell anyone about my mental health issues. Like I shared that with her in giving her an olive branch to try to, you know, let her know that that's why. I wasn't able to um, respond to her in that moment, and she totally abused that. And then the hurtful things that she—I know the girls can't see that, and I know Clayton can't see it—but in her ITMs, when Shanae was like, "Oh, poor," or like she was like crying and laughing about the fact that Elizabeth has yeah. ADHD. I just, yeah. I, I always think, oh, I wish in some way, shape, or form that the leads could get some kind of yeah. background or the, on the yeah. ITMs or what's happening in the interviews to understand what truly is going down in the house, you know, and who yeah. these people really are.
1: Yeah, definitely. No, that, that would be, that would be fantastic. But then, you know, the I show would be carried on drama. Like we're going to see, you know, so the cocktail party's canceled. Clayton uh, cancels that just due to like the confusion and the, the whatever is going on in the world. The women are obviously upset about that uh, time was taken away once again. Uh, over Shrimpgate, and we we move right into the Rose Ceremony, uh, which, uh, you know, is is shocking. I think this will be Clayton's – I think Clayton's going to have a hard week publicly uh, because of this Rose Ceremony. I don't think people are going to be fans of his decision. Again, it's important to note that he doesn't know all the conversations going on behind the scenes. He doesn't see what we see. He doesn't know really how the women are interacting in the house. He's trusting – his gut a lot. Oftentimes I do think there's been enough signs for him where he could have yeah. probably said, Hey, this doesn't feel healthy, but he sends yeah. Elizabeth home, keep Shanae. So here's the ones that received the Rose Marlena, Marlena, Teddy, Rachel, Mara, Sierra, Susie, Jill, Serene, Genevieve Hunter, Lindsay, Shanae. And the ones that go home are Elizabeth, Malene and Kira. Um, that's it's going to be hard for Clayton this week. I think people are gonna have a really strong reaction to this decision. And I don't know if it's deservedly so, uh, because again, he doesn't know everything. Yeah. But I think this is a, a pretty bad moment for Clayton this season. And yeah. probably his first major mistake yeah. because keeps the drama and releases somebody like Elizabeth, who really, I felt like, was trying her best to like push aside yeah. this, move on from it. She didn't want to keep talking about it. And yet she just keeps getting dragged back.
5: I totally agree. I think, I think that is why he's going to have a hard week because I think Elizabeth was someone that people connected to. They thought that she handled, at least for me, I feel like I thought she handled it really, really well. And she was very classy and, and you know, how Shanae was treating the other girls too. And then I think this was a note um, after he handed out the roses and of course it could be editing too, but Shanae's standing there by herself. Like that to me, I always thought if, If a guy can't get along with the other Mm -hmm. guys, then that is a huge red flag to me. There's something going on that I don't know about. And maybe it's something that is um, like made up or untrue or whatever, but there's something to it. So if Sinead is not able to forge any relationships with any of the girls, that is a huge red flag that I feel like he should have seen.
1: I would completely agree, Tristan. That is, yeah. And I think you maybe gave me that advice before my season was like, just see how the girls are interacting with each other. Like, you know, just see if they get along and which ones aren't getting along with other people. Now, it could be that they're quieter and that's fine too. But also could be that like, there's a reason for it. So you got to dig in. Well, um, obviously, uh, we're going to fast forward a little bit. The girls are heading on what Jesse Palmer calls an international journey. First off (laughs) to Houston, Texas. Um, We're going to talk about Houston, Texas right after the break, but let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about um, their international journey beginning in the great state of
0: Texas.
5: Awesome.
0: What keeps baby skin healthy? For Trusted Protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
1: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
1: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all.
2: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
1: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
0: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair teas on my upper lip, and I was like, try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child-secure and designed to avoid accidental opening, because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com powersafely power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.
1: Well, Trista, we have a, uh, obviously, we just mentioned we're going to Houston uh, during this episode. And it starts out with a one-on-one date. Let's bring on some experts for this one-on-one date. Uh, an incredible new band. Not fully new, but really coming to uh, age right now in front of our eyes. Restless Road came on this episode, and they're going to come join us to talk about uh, this one-on-one date with Rachel and Clayton. Scream off. Hello. We are
0: here. What's
1: up, everybody? What's up, man?
0: What's
1: hey, up, everybody. What's up, guys? <laughs> Um, it is, uh, it's a big deal that you're here. It's also a big deal to premiere on ABC to get us started. Can you tell us how this happened? Like how in the world do you end up performing on a date on the show?
7: To be honest, Ben, we have no idea. I think <laughs> we got to give credit to our, our, our publicist. She really shocked us. I'm not going to lie. We, we, uh, you know, started working, you know, uh, with our team the last few years and we told them day one, we said, Hey, we have two huge goals. And uh, the first one is to play the Grand Ole Opry. And the second one is to play on The Bachelor. And uh, we, were, we were in a Sprinter van, driving a van to a show <laughs> earlier in the year. And our publicist FaceTimed us and, and, and dropped a, a bomb on us and uh, let us know that we were playing on The Bachelor. And we almost swerved off the road, but we, <laughs> we, we, we kept it together. And, uh, yeah, we were just so excited uh, to be a part of it.
5: Have you watched the show before?
7: Oh, we're super oh, fans. Yeah. We're literally. We, oh, yeah. We, we
6: watch every every night when The Bachelor comes on, Bachelor, Bachelorette. We've, we've watched it for years now, and that was why it was such a big deal to us because we, we've been watching the show forever. I think,
7: Ben, your season was Garrett's first uh, yeah. introduction season for Garrett.
6: That, that's when I jumped in was, was the Ben
7: Higgins season. I remember watching back when the Brad dude was there and Sean. The Brad and,
5: dude.
7: <laughs> the Brad <laughs> the Juan, Pablo, Juan Pablo days I've been out oh, here.
5: So you have no idea who I am. Um... <laughs> yeah no it's okay you're probably not even born (laughs) (laughs) we're here now that's right Uh, that's what's important
1: the uh uh, well thank you for continuing to watch even after my season it does mean a lot Uh, (laughs) it's it's very nice of you but you know you came on you weren't joking when you said it's a big deal it is a big deal like this is a great moment for exposure You're, you're really a great band to have on the date uh I was, you know, Tristan and I both have been leads before, so we know how uh, how these kind of musical experiences feel on the show. What was it like for you, like behind the scenes? I know during my season, Amos Lee came on and I love Amos. He's a great dude. And he was there for like three hours, played two songs and left. He's like, I have no clue what I just did. I've never seen this (laughs) show, Uh, but I did it because you were here. So tell us about like what it's like to be the musical performer on the show.
4: Well, for us, I feel like it's probably a little bit different. So we um we were on tour at the time and we had just played in Denver. And so we took a flight to Houston where uh the date was being filmed. It was absolutely beautiful. This this barn and this on this farm. And uh we heard they're having a barbecue date. Yeah. And so we uh we kind of just we we had to stay behind the scenes the entire time because um because rachel didn't know we were there and so clay wanted to make sure that this was just a surprise so we kind of just were huddled in this uh this house all night and then uh we performed it's a long day as you guys know um so we we didn't perform until probably about 1 a.m so um which may be that 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 may be the latest that any of us have ever had to to do anything like that before so But no, it it was incredible, though. I mean, the experience, the producers, that's what that was what was really interesting for us, I feel like, because being such big fans of The Bachelors, you always wonder, like, what goes on behind the scenes and what is running through the producers mind. So we. We probably picked every producer's brain the entire time. We were trying to come up with data ideas for him. Yeah, we had flashcards.
7: Flashcards of all our data ideas. Yeah, we're trying to, we're making a move right now. If everything goes well tonight, we could really see a future where we could host Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. uh, We want to be there. Yeah.
4: We're uh, here for it. Or be the house band. Why not a house band? Oh, yeah. they, have, oh, they have a house yes. bartender that why don't we have a, a house a band? band? Just sit yes. right here. And have another
7: oh.
5: baby. <laughs> to That's amazing. Good idea. Would... We have we know some people. We're gonna make some calls.
1: Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> so uh, you know, obviously you guys have had a ton of success as a band. Uh, you, uh, premiered, uh, and you finished fourth on the season finale of X Factor. Uh, you've written a ton of songs. Uh, you have a great song out with a collaboration with Kane Brown. Uh, now you find yourself on The Bachelor. Uh, I think today, kind of of mid, uh, interview here, um, you're going to play a little song for us. Uh, do you mind, uh, giving us a little taste as we continue to talk about your music career and the show, a little, little taste of your song? Why don't we do it? Let's Absolutely. do
5: it. Yes, please.
7: So when we performed this uh, for Clayton and his date Rachel, where our we were hearts were going a million miles an hour. All we were told we were standing on stage ready to go, and there was just this big sliding door. And they're like, "Hey, whenever that door opens, y'all just start." So we were waiting there for uh, f- probably five minutes, but it felt like five hours just <laughs> waiting yeah, for this right. door to slide open. And when it did, man, they they walked through and we started the song, and it goes a little something like this. It's called Growing Old With You.
6: Would you say we put us down some roots, find a house up on a hill, travel around the world, put some pictures on the shelf, hold you close and keep the faith, raise some kids with our last name, well, come on baby, what you say we do, I feel like growing old with you.
5: I just, I am, I'm like about ready to cry. I am seriously, I love this song so much. I don't want you to stop.
6: <laughs> Thank you. Just Thank a little you. preview.
5: oh it's absolutely so incredible. Good. It's so good. I, it's a song that I want to now make um, my song with. Uh, like, I want to renew my vows with my husband just to play that song. Hey,
4: there ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with that. We'll, we'll come, we'll come sing it for you. We'll, we'll, we'll oh come sing God. at the at the
6: renewed wedding.
5: i'm just in love with that song so talented you three are going to be unstoppable so congratulations
4: really appreciate it no we when we when we got this song we knew that this was like the perfect song to play on the bachelor i mean that's like what you go on i feel like what the song embodies is finding that person that person that you want to grow old with and i feel like this is hopefully now i'm not saying that that we're the reason, but you know, if they happen to go on and get married,
5: You're the it reason. might have
4: been because of this song. You never know. <laughs> hey, that, that moment was created, so I don't know. It was I mean, the, it was we the planted, perfect story. We
7: planted the seed.
1: That, that's all, that's
6: all I'm saying.
4: That's true. It's true. You're right.
1: I can't wait to the uh, the season finale when they do a highlight reel of the season of their love story and this is the song behind it. I, I do think it's perfect and I I really think this will be a good, a good thing for you all. I hope it is. I hope it really... Uh, launches this song into a whole new sphere. That's why it's so exciting to have you on here. But if you can take off your musician uh, hats for a second and let's be bachelor fans for just a few moments oh, here together. Baby. Here we go. Um, oh yeah. You know, you you got to meet Clayton. I'm assuming for a a period of time. What's your thoughts on Clayton? Uh, in your probably short
6: interaction, but interaction with him. You know, Clayton was a really really nice guy. You know, we didn't know what to expect going into it, but he was super welcoming to us. He was super thrilled to have us there. And we found out that he was a, a brand new country fan. Uh, he said he had been listening to country about eight months. So he had discovered us and a few other artists that we know and, um, he was just super cool, asking us questions about how you know all the country music stuff works and kind of what we do. So it couldn't have been a better interaction for real.
4: He yeah. made us look so small too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's such a big. He's a very, very muscular guy. Very you don't big. realize how big he is until you're standing beside him. Never <laughs> yeah. felt smaller in my life.
5: What about Rachel?
7: Oh yeah, they were they were all over. No, the, their their vibe off camera was definitely they were drawn to each other. They were definitely like getting closer and closer ever as, you know, as time went on and, and you could definitely tell there was a connection there. And um yeah. And Clayton was just so down to earth and, and, and genuine. So yeah, it really felt like they were definitely very, very into each other. Yeah.
4: yeah.
5: Did you get to talk to her?
4: Yeah, we did. She was, they both were kind of standing there. We, we, we took some pictures with both of them and, and got to talk to her. She's bubbly. She's just her personality. She's just very bubbly. And uh, it it, honestly, like Zach said, I feel like they just, you could really tell. I mean, it's one thing when you're on camera, but it's another thing to see it off camera and their, their connection was definitely, there was, there was a lot there. So.
1: What? Okay. I, I kind of have two, two questions back to back for you. The first is what I've always wondered, uh, is it awkward or weird? For you all to be singing, performing, looking out at two people just necking right in front of you.
3: So,
7: so <laughs> glad you've asked this question. Wow! Well, yes, we've been trying to tell everybody this. It was it was so difficult. This was the most difficult part about performing on the show. Despite our nerves, it was just that they were they were literally about five feet away from us, and uh, and you know we're. This song's, you know, pretty intimate, romantic and serious and all that. So we're trying to give this really honest, genuine performance. But it was super difficult not to like, you know, laugh. Because yeah. of the PDA was so strong. It was so strong. I mean, I don't know yeah. if they, they didn't come up for air. I'm not gonna lie. Well, that was the
6: connection. I mean, yeah. that's what we were talking about. I mean, even yeah. off camera, I mean, once the once the filming part was over, I mean, they were still kissing, still hugging, still talking. So, I mean, it was it yeah. was really, really interesting situation. I don't think we've ever performed
4: like that. See, like we were that. hoping we were gonna get memed at some point in time because <laughs> we know that there's gotta be one of us <laughs> who made like this really weird face. There's gotta yeah. be.
1: Oh, that, that I've always wondered uh, because, you know, being on those dates myself, it was awkward for me. Like, it's hard to be like, all right, like three people are standing five feet from me, singing to me, looking at me. And I'm supposed to be like in the moment. Enjoying yeah, right. it. Um, the, the next question, then because of the, the awkwardness, the, the cool part of it, the connection that you got to be around, uh, the production, the whole thing, you were there in the moment. You're part of this show. Are you going to be bigger fans of the Bachelor and Bachelorette, or do you feel like now it's been ruined for you because you've now seen it
6: all?
7: I've never felt more all. I've, in yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> I mean, so I mean, it, it, it's going to be the most dramatic season in Bachelor history. I mean, always. It's, oh, always. So I mean, always. I think it's
4: good. Just made us, you know, love the show even more. I mean, we we talked about it. I mean, now we get we kind of feel like we're a part of Bachelor history. I mean, it's one you of those are. things that. Like you, we can go back now and watch this season whenever we want and we're going, we're going to be on there. So, I mean, I, I think it definitely made us bigger fans of the show.
5: You'll be on Wikipedia. Yeah. You know how you can go on Wikipedia. You put the bachelor and restless road and Hey, you're connected. There it is.
6: <laughs> and we can go back on like Hulu and watch it anytime we want after tonight. Once it's aired, we can, we can go back and, and, Living the
7: moment again.
5: <laughs> you know what I want to know yeah. about your experience on X Factor? How how was it working with Simon Cowell?
7: Well, you know, that was, what, eight, eight, eight or nine eight, eight years ago eight, now. And now. Uh, I just remember at that time, we were just out of high school. So we were about 18 years old and coming from really small towns in West Virginia and Iowa and stuff and coming to L.A. and kind of being thrown into the, the circus that was, you know, the X Factor. And it was so much fun. We got to meet so many talented people. An artist, and having Simon as our mentor, uh, you know a lot of people think Simon's a really tough guy, and he can be. But I really felt like having him on our side was the best case scenario. Like he was our, I guess, our leader or our in our category. We he were, was your Yoda. He was our Yoda, basically. He, our was, your Yoda. he, he was your Yoda.
4: He was your. I Jedi, mean, Lord, he's one of those God. people that if he loves you, he'll go to bat. I mean, it, it, then he's. He's roasting everybody else in the room just to make you look even that much <laughs> He's
7: so funny, funny, too. I felt yeah. like he was just had a ton of personality. And yeah, he was he's someone I, I wish we could. uh We haven't really seen him since the show. I would love to reconnect with Simon and and, uh, you know, show him this bachelor performance and say, hey, look how far we've come, man.
4: <laughs> it did. It did kind of give me flashback like PTSD, like when we were on the set of The Bachelor, because mm-hmm. so much is the same when you're on those shows and, and, and the filming process. And I was like, there's a lot of stuff that I loved about it, like being on the show. And then there's a lot of stuff that like the late nights, like the grueling long hours of filming and doing the same things over and over again, it's the hurry up and wait game.
5: Mm-hmm. I feel like.
4: And so we, that's what we were talking about. Like that night, it's like, Oh God, I, I don't miss these late long hours of filming. One oh, of our snap. moments
7: from the X Factor that felt most similar, like a parallel to the bachelor was we were like a few episodes into the X Factor and like Demi Lovato and the judges were like telling me, Zach, you're so, you're so stiff. You're so awkward on stage. You <laughs> need to like loosen you up. So the producers, you know, that week, you know, they film like a segment on every, every artist, you know, for the next episode. So they said, Zach, we're going to focus on you this episode, bring you out of your shell." And they dropped me in the middle of, Somewhere in LA, I don't know, on a street corner in LA, and said, We're going to have you stand here and try to get girls' phone numbers. And <laughs> oh, uh, oh man, it doesn't matter how, even today, that would, would be horrible. But especially back then when I was 18, I was, I really was shy, especially with girls and stuff. And, oh my. and then to think, Wow, they're going to have all these cameras in my face doing it. And, uh, you know, I, I got rejected many times in a row. <laughs> and uh, until, <laughs> finally one girl, I was able to get her phone number. I, I gave her a compliment on her shirt or something. I was like, could I have your number? And she gave it to me. And I was so nervous. I couldn't even oh. like, I couldn't even type it in, but I was like, I think the camera got, got it. So we're good.
6: They didn't set you up for success though. I mean, they dropped you on a street corner.
7: I've never felt more embarrassed <laughs> or like, or like just put on the spot in my entire
6: Here's life. The oh my thing.
4: You say they didn't set him up for success. They did because he instantly became the fan favorite right after that. <laughs> I, do, I do remember that uh, on the so show. Listen, like, all, they, they were all cheering were exactly.
7: it was it was
6: because,
4: because
7: I was vulnerable. vulnerable. He, he was right? very
4: vulnerable. Yeah. Vulnerable. vulnerable. Have y'all have y'all figured yeah. out what the word is there actually a word that, that the bachelor like picks every year that they want to focus on because
7: this year, it's appreciative.
4: Yeah, it's appreciative. appreciative this that, year. That's the one that I've that I've seen them sneak into quite a bit. Like you're
5: right, there is it, always yeah. a keyword. Like Hannah Brown, season it, it was bold.
6: Yep. Yeah, bold. And, and now this, bold. and then vulnerable is a big one.
5: I are like Michelle
6: right. was like, I want to
7: be seen. Or
6: seen, like, yeah. I want to be seen. Mm-hmm. I want to be you're I want to be right. Open, honest.
4: See, that's yep. that's how that's yeah. how deep we go. That's how deep we dive into the Bachelor. We notice little things. <laughs>
1: Mine was unlov Mine was unlovable. I just got to to say I was unlovable. Right. <laughs> unlovable. Oh, <man>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, well, Hey, we're going to let you guys go here, but I do want to end it. Uh, thanks for sharing the, the, the stories. Uh, thanks for being a part of the show coming on. And, um, uh, it is a beautiful song and, and Tristan and I, and this whole almost famous okay. podcast really one C two or you three to be a huge success. And we look forward to watching that happen. And, hope it comes from the show but for you all as we close out um this little segment with you what where do you hope your musical career goes what are your guys' goals what what would you like our listeners to know about restless road now coming into a really bright future
7: ahead well man we always say you know our, our real goal is just to be the biggest country music band in the world and uh that's a very broad statement i know but and that can really mean a lot of things. But really where we're at today is, you know, in the past couple of years, we've been able to start going on tour, opening up for like Kane Brown, got to put these songs out. And uh, really, we've just seen the ball start to roll now. And we're about to go on our first headlining tour. So our goal really is just to be able to play and meet as many fans as possible and hopefully get a song on the radio would be great. I know that's a huge goal for us.
4: And uh, I think it's like really important for us as a, as a band. Like we tend to, not set goals that are like, we, we do have goals that are like five, 10 years out and those kind of things. But ultimately it's setting, what, what do we want to accomplish this year? And, um, like that's what we did last year. And we knocked two of our biggest ones off our bucket list, the bachelor and the Grand Ole Opry and both in the same year. So I think it's just important to what, figure out what these goals are for this year. Like Zach said, we're, we're going on our headline tour. We hope to have a song at radio this year. Who knows? Uh, ACM awards, CMAs CMT awards so those are all those are all things but ultimately I think really just for us it's just kind of we've made a ton of new fans this year and I think more importantly we just want to get out and meet as many of those people as possible so
5: love it
1: well it's awesome yeah thanks for joining us Restless road everybody thanks again for coming on the show thank you for being a part of the podcast we will be watching and Trista. I know, and myself, are huge fans of y'all. So thanks for coming on. Thanks Thank for, for having us. It. Appreciate I it. appreciate you. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. Good luck. Trista, they're pretty fantastic, aren't they? Like, what a great band.
5: I love that song. I'm not, I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. I love that song.
1: <laughs> it's, it's an incredible love song.
5: It is. And it really does make me want Rachel and Clayton to end up together just so mm-hmm. they have that song. I always think about if it's not, The person, like if he ends up with somebody else, and that song was so iconic for the episode. I wish that whoever ends up together has that song. I don't know, so I really hope that it's Rachel now. Um, yeah, I think they're amazing. I really think they have a bright future ahead of them, and I'm really honored that I got to meet them. So thanks for having me, to guest host.
3: (laughs)
1: Right? I mean, and and like, kind of really cool that they're huge fans of the show. You can tell they're actually like big fans of the show. And I thought they were joking when they first said one of their goals was to perform on The Bachelor. But now that they did that and their episode just aired, right? I mean, that's, that's a right. huge milestone for them. Can yeah. you just imagine a bunch of teenage kids being like, oh, I hope one day to be the performer on The Bachelor. Now they get to celebrate that success. That's a big yeah. deal.
5: That is really cool. I mean, to be so, able to be on ABC... And with the audience that they have and millions of people out there and millions of people who will probably, you know, do Instagram stories or snaps or, you know, whatever TikToks of their song. Like I, I am really excited for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. Well, okay. Yeah. So we talked about the date with Rachel that they have a connection. It's very obvious. It's, yeah. a, they have a good thing going. She's definitely one of the fan favorites. She's definitely a favorite here. Um, uh, this season, I mean, I think we can close that date up there and just say like this was a good date. There was a lot to happen, and the connection was very obvious.
5: Yeah, love her. I really do. I really do.
1: So now the next uh, date is a big group date. Uh, Sarah, Eliza, Teddy, Marlena, Jill, Susie, Mara, Sierra, Hunter, Lindsay, Genevieve, Gabby, and here's the big one. Mm, girls aren't thrilled. Janae joins the <laughs> group date. Um, at this point, uh, Elizabeth is gone. But the other mm-hmm. women involved are really starting to get frustrated. They're really starting to speak up on this date. Um, it's like Sinead's not bringing a positive vibe to the girls around them. And it's very obvious after this date. Card.
5: Very obvious. I mean, he, he, he notices that there's no football in, involved in the tackle situation that's happening. I think it was with Sierra and Sinead. And I think he asked Sierra about it, you know, what was going on there? Because clearly you didn't have the ball. She didn't have the ball. So what's happening? And she was just like, oh, well, I didn't know you couldn't tackle if they didn't have the ball, (laughs) Um, which is funny to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it it is funny uh, because I think that's pretty obvious typically. Like, I mean, I feel like most people, sports fans or not, uh, know that just like randomly hitting somebody with no clear intention behind it is it's just probably not a good move athletics yeah. or not right. um but a lot of this group day to me and tell me if you think i'm wrong for stuff it felt like um it was a good it was a fine group date. group dates are what they are but a lot of it was kind of like hovering around this, this idea of hey we're going to talk to clayton about Sinead. like the other yeah. girls are going to step in and say something It's kind of the underlying theme of this whole date. They just don't exactly know when to do it because they're all getting frustrated with the situation.
5: Yeah. I actually, I like that they kind of came up with a plan to say something so that it was a, it was a group effort. So it wouldn't waste one person's time with him, you know, and so that he knew that they were all serious because he's not seeing what they are seeing of of her and shrimp gate and 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 her behavior i just i think it's great that they came together as a group i really do um i think it's unfortunate obviously that she heard them talking yeah (laughs) and then decided to and who knows if a producer told her that it was going on and and gave her the initiative or the idea to go interrupt the group date, but I've never thought that was cool. Like if you didn't get invited on a date, then maybe don't show up. I don't know. I just think it's disrespectful. I call me crazy. I'm traditional. Even though I was on a very untraditional dating show. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just I don't know. I I think there's something negative about that, but clearly he didn't think so because he really liked his time with her, puts her up on a bar. They make out, you know, um, he was having it. So, I mean, it is his journey. So I'll give him mm-hmm. that. I mm-hmm. just, I, I wish he would um, tune in to the red flags.
1: It is his journey. And I have to remember that. I have to because I watch it and I go, what is he doing? This is yeah. inappropriate. This, yeah. this doesn't seem right. This is going nowhere good. But it is his journey. And that's what we tuned in for, right, to watch Clayton operate this thing and do this thing. Um, and and it, it shows me once again, Trista, again, I don't know Clayton as a dude at all. I cannot speak to who he is. I can't speak to what kind of guy he is. I'm watching him from a seat. You know, I'm the armchair expert sitting here watching him be the bachelor uh at some point at some point he has to pick up on these signs like at some yeah. point it's very like there's enough now happening in front of him there's enough things being said to him there's enough drama being associated around her that at some point he has to pick up the signs and if if at this point he hasn't i do think that's on him yeah. like i think he has to take credit for that because this is no longer he's naive to the situation yeah like he's seen it he's yeah. experienced it
5: he well to. and i and I'm interested to know if he will find out about the trophy, you know, about mm. her, about her behavior, walking up to the yeah. girls, grabbing the trophy, throwing it in the bushes or wherever it went. Um, I'm interested to know how he'll react to that. Because to me, that would be like, are you kidding me? Like, what is she two yeah. years old?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, though, Trista, like what I was referencing to is if somebody were to crash a group Yeah. During the time that I was the bachelor, that would be a red flag. Um, Right. Yeah, I agree. Because you're the the most supportive people there, which were the ones I was most attracted to, were also the ones that understood the situation I was in. Like, hey, you are dating a lot of us. This probably isn't easy. You're probably really, really tired. Like you're probably exhausted at this point. I'm going to give you the space you need to be the best you can be. Um, and then when my time is there, I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to be there beside you and for you. And for somebody just randomly show up and take up the time of the women that deserve to be there would have been a red flag. I think at that point, that's what I'm saying is like, he has to see it. Now, the one thing I want to do is as we close out the breakdown of this episode, I do want to mention, uh, one of the fan favorites that we haven't seen a lot from we've been missing her. She jumped off the page at us, uh, night one. Uh, was a fan favorite. Everybody was talking about her. Teddy finally kind of has her moment again. It's not a big moment, uh, mm-hmm. not a long moment, but it's a moment with Clayton where they share a kiss, they talk again, they flirt a little bit. It's good to have her back on the screen.
5: Yeah, I I love seeing her. I think their connection is is magical. Um, I love that she had a a scar, like what do you call it, a a raspberry on her knee from playing football. Mm-hmm. It showed that she was going for it and, you know, they always seem to come back together. So it'll be interesting to see how far in the journey she gets.
1: Yeah. Well, it was a dramatic episode. It was uh, very focused on Shanae. I'm sure viewers out there, at least I I don't want to speak for them. I'm sure they're going to have a very similar opinion is, can we just move on from Shanae? It usually happens about this week though, most seasons where somebody's like, can we just move on to the connections into the other people because this is just getting to be ridiculous. Um, ridiculous. I think I think we will next week. I do think it's the end of the Shanae chapter. I just have that feeling that um, Clayton's going to understand and realize what's happening now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. we didn't get it this week. Uh, the episode ended and um, there's a lot of confusion still. The drama continues and it will continue next week on another episode of The Bachelor. Let's take a break. When we come back, we've got some Bachelor headlines to break down. It's going to be interesting to do it because Ashley's not here, but I believe we can, Trista. I believe we we can.
5: can. I believe in you, Ben. (laughs) I believe in you. (laughs) What keeps baby
0: skin healthy? For Trusted Protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
1: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
1: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all.
2: And follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
1: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
0: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip. And I was like, this is so awful, but I... try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child-secure and designed to avoid accidental opening, because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com/powersafely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016
1: sizes. It's time for Bachelor headlines. Our resident expert is now a mother again congratulations to Ashley I Kennedy that is such a big deal and Jared and the whole family they've got yes. so much cool stuff going on um but we're gonna run through our headlines this week uh, uh Trista uh here's the headline that's number one okay. uh Jen Saviana was on uh the season of The Bachelor with me um just a really fun person to be around I've gotten to see her outside of the show she announced that she's pregnant and she's a first uh, expecting her first baby with boyfriend her quote is, "I can't wait to meet you." This is a big deal. This is exciting.
5: This is a big deal. I don't know Jen either, but I've always been a fan of hers. When she was, she was on Bachelor in Paradise one or two times. Yep. Because yeah, didn't what twice didn't, she was on? Didn't she fall for? Didn't her and Nick have a have a relationship?
1: They did. Right? That's a good memory. Yeah, I kind of forgot that they did have a thing for a while uh, in good. Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> But um, she's with her boyfriend now. They're expecting a baby. Uh, obviously, again, she was on season 20 of The Bachelor, which is the season with me. She was always one of those supportive types, mm-hmm. always very fair and sweet to the girls around her. Um, this is a, a, an awesome thing to celebrate. But we have more baby news. Bachelor Nation's J.J. Lane, he reveals the sex of his first baby with wife Kayla on a Hawaii trip. Trista, they're having a baby girl.
5: It's a girl. I love it. It's a girl. It, it. A
1: girl. it, it is a be, big deal.
5: Be a, a girl dad again. I love it. it I it's love JJ. really awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, next headline is one that's not about babies, uh, but Rachel Lindsay came out with a new book. Miss me hey. with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book does address uh, some things within Bachelor Nation. It addresses Peter uh, Raven Gates, who was her best friend, who, yep. uh, the, you know, You know, for a period of time, it doesn't sound like they're very friendly anymore. And Chris Harrison, you know, she was very much involved in the Chris Harrison um, storyline. She was uh, the host of the interview that was done with him that uh, led to his uh, departure. Um, Mm -hmm. It seems like this book is full of some juicy details, but it is out now. So she did come out with her book and we got to congratulate Rachel for just coming out with the book. That's a, that's a huge accomplishment. Miss me with that is now out um so if you want to hear about that stuff pick it up if you don't at least celebrate the fact that she came out with a book that's that's, right. that's something special that's something special it um, is. and the final headline today is one that we talked about at the beginning of this podcast again ryan sutter returns to firefighting after two major surgeries uh tristy you talked about at the beginning um but it is to me tell me if i'm wrong this is an exciting time for your family right
5: it is. It's a big time. It's um. We're getting really back to routine. It's it's been a year. Well, I don't know how long it's been. Let's see. Probably six months since um, surgeries, and those surgeries that he had are no joke. You know, a total knee replacement is kind of a big deal, and as was his ankle reconstruction. So the fact that he gets to Now go back to the truck and actually do what he, what his purpose is, you know, being a firefighter and getting out there on the streets of Denver and, and really helping people out. So I'm excited for him. I think it's good for him to have that, um, routine being that he doesn't always feel great. Um, and, and I think it's good for the kids to see him come back after, you know, suffering so long from Lyme and then from the surgeries. So I am really proud of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're proud of him as well here. And, uh, uh, what a great week to have you as a co-host on the podcast, because we get the inside information about as insider as you can get into, uh, one of the biggest headlines we have. Well, Hey, that's all we have for you today. That is this episode of almost famous podcast with co-host Trista Sutter filling in for Ashley canetti which once again is now a mother. Um, Trista, thanks for joining us. Now, I think you've done this before, but we do it every time. So follow my lead here. Okay. We'll be back next week with another breakdown of The Bachelor on the Almost Famous Podcast. With that, I've been Ben.
5: I've been Trista.
1: Hey, that's perfect. <laughs> we'll talk to you later.
4: Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash PowerSafely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak. with free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
5: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
5: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home
3: the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>